Good morning and welcome. I'm Tom Snape, and we are joined this morning by the superintendent of the South Ripley Community School Corporation, Rob Moorhead. And good morning to you, Rob. Tom, good morning to you. Good morning to all the listeners this morning. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show this morning. Well, glad to have you, Rob. And, uh, of course, uh, last night the uh, South Ripley School Board uh, met last night, and a, a key item on the agenda was uh, personnel and a number of uh, new faces going to be in the uh, South Ripley buildings this year, I understand. Tom, you are correct, and, and really it's been happening over the last several meetings. So we can go back to our May meeting when we made some new hires, some more at the June meeting, and some more last night. So maybe, Tom, if I just take this building by building and kind of run down our new personnel, and uh, hopefully that will help our listeners to uh, understand some of the changes that have been made this summer. And, Tom, it's not that we've had – we've had some people leave. That happens every year, but we've also added – a few new positions with our ESSER dollars, the federal government um, stimulus money that they have provided us to help us make up for learning loss that may have happened during the pandemic. So we decided to add some teaching and some aid positions with some of those dollars as well. And then in some cases, we are replacing staff members who did leave and, and shuffled some things around. So let me start with the elementary school, if that works for you, Tom. And We'll kind of run down uh, this year. The elementary school will have a new principal, and that's Ryan Lobber. Uh, Ryan moves up from assistant principal position, and Ryan's a lifelong Raider, and we'll be really excited to have him uh, leading the building now at South Ripley Elementary. And then his assistant principal is going to be Chris Wood. Chris also is a South Ripley alum. Uh, she's taught with South Ripley for several years. She took a, a, a time where she went to Madison Junior High as a counselor, and then came back to South Ripley, most recently serving as our elementary librarian. So Chris brings a wealth of experience and knowledge into the assistant principal's roles. So we're glad to have her. We have four new teachers at South Ripley Elementary that, this coming school year, Tom. Taylor Carroll will be the first. Uh, and then Josie Goldberry, Jessica Sell, and Stacy Schmaltz. Stacy was approved at last night's school board meeting. So we're pleased to have those four young ladies joining the South Ripley Elementary family. And then some changes in the office. Whitney Kirk will be moving to our principal secretary position. And Latasha Stickles will be moving into the receptionist role. So Latasha will be the first face people see when they walk into the building in the morning. And then Amy Peters has been hired as a preschool assistant. And Karen Baston is moving from her aide position to our library coordinator. So, Tom, that's just the elementary school. All right, so a lot of a uh, lot of uh, moving parts there, as you were, as it were. And uh, um, how about the next uh, junior senior high school? Junior high school will start with them, and and uh, one new teaching position. And again, this is one of those ESSER funded positions that we have created this year. We're bringing on a reading teacher named Victoria Reuter, and Victoria is a South Ripley graduate. This will be her first teaching job. We're excited to have her in the role a reading teacher at South Ripley Junior High School. And then we have three new individuals in special education aid positions. That'll be Robin Withered, Rebecca Westerfeld, and Bryant Withers. So we want to welcome those folks to the South Ripley Junior High family as well. And then, Tom, we move on to the high school and uh, several new positions here. First of all, as we go through, Lindsay Seabolt, a former social studies teacher, is moving into a counselor role for us at the high school. And then Jeff Grivey was going to come over to South Ripley and he will be teaching math uh, at the high school, replacing Troy Moore, who retired. 
We've got Robert Green, who will be coming out to us from Southwestern Hanover, and Robert will be teaching social studies. That's the position Lindsay held before she moved to her counselor role. One of our new uh, ESSER positions is a Plato credit recovery position, and that's going to be filled by Brad Goldsberry. So we welcome Brad on board. In our intensive academic classroom, this is one of our uh, intensive special needs classrooms, Elena Barr will be moving into the coordinator's position in that, uh, in that classroom. Elena is working on her license and will be continuing to move through that. So she's been named the classroom coordinator for that uh, special education classroom. And then, Tom, we, were gonna, we are going to have a new band and choir instructor this year. A young lady by the name of Ellen Fennell was approved by the board last night. We welcome Ellen. She's coming to us from the northern part of the state, and she's excited to be joining the music program and be leading that department at South Ripley. And then, Tom, we moved Lindsay Adams. We are moving her from one of – she's one of our Spanish teachers, and she's going to move into a special education teaching role that was vacated by a retirement. So we we're congratulate Lindsay on that move. And then to replace Lindsay in the Spanish classroom, Tom, we're going to use the teacher exchange program through the Indiana Department of Education and IUPUI, and we've been able to locate a teacher by the name of Carolina Kinawar, and she will be joining us. She is from Spain, and uh, we brought on a teacher from this program a couple years ago, Tom, and it worked out really well for us, and we're excited to be able to dip back into that well, and uh, we think that uh, Ms. Hinawar will, will do a great job uh, with our students, and we're looking forward to welcoming her to South Ripley as well. And then three new special education aides at the high school will be Ashley Devers, Brittany McConnell, and Ashley Swinney. And then finally, Tom, we have three new positions at the corporation level as well, new people, I should say. Uh, only one of them is a new position, but Rebecca Hessig has been hired as our new data coordinator, and Roger Klein will be the TBG utility. That's the person who will help out with transportation buildings and grounds, fueling buses, taking buses to get repaired, mowing grass, all kinds of things there. We welcome Roger. And then we do have a new position this year in the central office. It's called our business office assistant, and Lene Bowman will be filling that role for us. So just a lot of new faces at South Ripley this year. We're really excited. Uh, we feel like every time you, you bring in new people, Tom, it's a chance to uh, to help your school become more like your new people and, and to learn from these new people, and uh, we're excited to bring them all on board. Yeah, that is a lot of uh, people coming in, and uh, of course, you had some people uh, go out for whatever reason. Of course, uh, you know, retirements are among those, but uh, you still uh, do bring back a lot of uh, veteran staff members as well, do you not? Without question, Tom, and our, our buildings are anchored by our veteran staff members that have been there for a number of years, and that's one of the things I've been truly blessed with since I've been at South Ripley is just the great people that we have to work with and people that have been there a long time. Uh, people that care deeply about our community and are invested in our community. And uh, those folks, like I said, they anchor what we do, and, and we count on them each and every day. And uh, so certainly, I, and I think it's a healthy mix. We've got a lot of folks returning uh, again this year, but, but we have a nice new crop of people coming in to bring some new fresh blood into the, into the building and into our way of thinking as well. And along those same lines, um, the board also uh, took action on uh, substitute pay rates uh, last night. What can you tell us about that? We did, Tom. We decided to raise each of our classifications of substitute teachers and, and take each of those and raise their pay by $5 a day. So uh, now 
Uh, someone without a degree that wants to sub for us will receive $75 a day. Someone that has a degree, uh, has a bachelor's degree, they will receive $80 a day, and a certified teacher will receive $85 a day in a substitute teaching role for us. So those are competitive rates in the area, so we raised each of those by $5 to get to those levels for this year. And also, Tom, we raised uh, in a proportional way also the rate for any substitutes for our aid positions as well. Tom, we do use tele-educational services uh, for our substitute staffing, so any, sub, any interested individuals that would like to get on our sub list, we have information on our website about how you can contact Kelly Educational Services. Kelly does a great job training our subs, making sure they have all the, the knowledge and background information they need to be successful as a substitute teacher. So we encourage and, and welcome folks to apply for those substitute teaching positions. Okay, and again, the name is it's uh, Kelly that uh, folks would go through if they're interested in subbing in the South Ripley School Corporation. That is correct, Tom. And if folks just Google South Ripley Schools and go to our website, and uh, you will find a link where you can go to, to look at substitute teaching uh, information and how to get signed up for that. All right. So with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a brief time out, and we'll be back with more, speaking with South Ripley School Corporation Superintendent Rob Moorhead on the Daily Pod. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back. I'm Tom Snape, and we are speaking with Rob Moorhead, the superintendent of South Ripley Community Schools. And, uh, Rob, uh, something that uh, was uh, that you'd uh, had a bit of a hand in as far as uh, the um, negotiations and so forth, uh, the Indiana Virtual Academy uh, Acquisition Agreement, and uh, that was I see that was an action item uh, for the board last night. It was indeed, Tom, and I can explain that a little bit to the folks. All four Ripley County school boards uh, had to approve this agreement last night. So here's what happened. Indiana Virtual Academy was created many years ago, so this is back well before I came to South Ripley. The Ripley County schools got a Lilly grant, and at that time they used that grant to put fiber in the ground to connect the building, to connect all the schools. Um, and over time then, one of the things that developed from that was the opportunity to provide online courses for students, not only in Ripley County, but across the state of Indiana. And that's when the Indiana Virtual Academy was developed. And the Virtual Academy has been operating as a supplement to school programs, helping schools by allowing students to enroll in online courses. And this has been going on for a long time. Allie Swenson has been the director of the Virtual Academy. And uh, Allie has worked with the superintendents of the four Ripley County School Corporations, along with the director of the Career Center and one member from the Ripley Community Foundation, the executive director there. And that makes up the board of the Indiana Virtual Academy. Well, Tom, last year we sold the fiber. There was dark fiber in the ground that wasn't we weren't making use of it because we are not an Internet provider uh, organization. We are schools. Right. So we sold that fiber the Southeast Indiana SEI Communications, they purchased the fiber and they are using that to help provide internet services to homes and businesses in Ripley County. And then just this year, Tom, 
Indiana Virtual Academy was approached by Indiana Online. Indiana Online is an online course provider in the state of Indiana. They are the largest online course provider in the state. They're run by the Central Indiana Education Services Center. And they approached Indiana Virtual Academy about an acquisition. So what we were approving last night and what all the boards were approving was this acquisition agreement. And basically what happened, Tom, is Indiana Online has purchased the business of the Indiana Virtual Academy. So the Virtual Academy will no longer exist. It will all be a part of Indiana Online. Ali Swenson, the director, has been hired by Indiana Online. Brooke Tyree, who was the uh, the office assistant, has also been hired by Indiana Online. So those two ladies have secured jobs with Indiana Online. And now, Tom, we are going to be a part of the largest online course provider in the state. They have multiple dual credit uh, partnerships. They work with Ivy Tech so people can take dual credit online courses. All their online courses are created locally in Indiana. They're reviewed every three years. They follow Indiana academic standards. So Indiana Online will now be a supplemental program that all of our schools can use and our students can use, and we will get preferred pricing. Uh, and also as a part of the, the agreement, uh, for this acquisition, our schools are going to have access to many services provided by Central Indiana Education Services Center, such as professional development, safety training, uh, video production, a number of other things. So it's a really good agreement. Uh, this acquisition is going to be a very positive win-win situation. So uh, we're excited to announce that today, and a press release will be going out across the state today about that acquisition. So that's kind of a long-winded explanation, Tom, but I think it helps people to understand uh, what we were talking about there. Well, one one man's uh, long-winded is another man's comprehensive. So I, I'd say you had a uh, very, <laughs> very comprehensive look there at that, Rob. So uh, you know, congratulations to you and the other uh, school uh, superintendents in Ripley County and uh, the school boards and so forth uh, for getting that uh, taken care of. That's uh, That's great news. So we appreciate that, Tom. Thank you. I appreciate your perspective on that as well, my friend. <laughs> anytime, Rob. Anytime. And uh, and of course, another big thing that uh, the uh, the board uh, uh, heard about last night: the school reentry plan. Of course, that is a big thing as far as uh, how things are going to look in the fall. Uh, what can you tell us about that, Rob? As you know, Tom, very important that we do this right. And and what we're looking at, and I, what I did last night with the board is I. We've got our, our reentry plan has been posted on our website for about six weeks now, and, and it's a 10, 11-page document. But I broke that down into a one-page bullet point document to go through with the board last night just so folks understand uh, the highlights of what we were talking about with re reentry. And, and, Tom, we're making a concerted effort here to return to conditions as close to normal as possible while continuing to use common-sense mitigation strategies to prevent the spread of COVID-19. So the highlights include – Masks will be optional for students throughout the school day. We have talked about this with uh, Ripley County Health Officer Dr. David Welch. He is on board with this, so masks are optional for students and staff throughout the school day. Uh, we will have masks available if anyone would like those, and if anyone would like to bring their own, that's fine. They're welcome to wear masks. No one will be required to wear masks. Tom, the only caveat to that, really two caveats to that, if someone is symptomatic for COVID-19, we do re reserve the right to require them to wear a mask until we can get them safely exited from the building. And then also, Tom, we are under a federal mandate right now regarding transportation. 
So currently, the IDOE Office of Transportation has advised that masks are required on school buses, and this is based on the CDC mask mandate for public transit. We did receive this in a memo last week from Michael Arocco. He's the director of transportation for the Indiana Department of Education. So we want folks to understand that's not a South Ripley requirement. That is coming down from the state through the federal government that currently masks are required on school buses. That will be the only place where they are required. And then, Tom, as long as community spread is low, we plan to get field trips back to normal again this year. Now, we will continue to look at color-coded status of the field trip location, and we'll use that as a consideration in making final decisions regarding any trips. Um, we still are under requirements also. Anytime there's a positive COVID case at school, and we hope there are none, but if that would happen, we would still have to report those cases to the state, and we are still required to do contact tracing. Uh, for any positive cases. So, Tom, what happens there is if someone is determined to be a close contact, we are still required to quarantine any close contacts. But there are some ways to get around quarantine, and that is anyone who has been vaccinated. If you have received a COVID-19 vaccine, you would not have to quarantine. If you have tested positive for COVID-19 in the last 90 days, you would not have to quarantine if you're a close contact or if you were wearing a mask, you would not have to quarantine. So those are the way out of that. So what would happen, Tom, is if someone is uh, positive and, and a person is determined to be a close contact, so let's say Johnny is a close contact, we call Johnny's parents and say, hey, Johnny is a close contact, but positive, he's going to have to quarantine. If his parents say, hey, Johnny received a vaccination, then Johnny would not have to quarantine. We're not requiring vaccination in any way, shape, or form. But if someone wants to volunteer the information that their uh, son or daughter was vaccinated, then they would not have to quarantine if they are a close contact. Uh, and finally, Tom, we will work with health department locally to encourage eligible individuals to get vaccinated. If they would like to do so, we'll provide information regarding vaccination times and locations to any interested persons. But uh, we are not in the role where we are going to be requiring uh, anything like that. So we'll continue to work with the Ripley County Health Officer. Um, but we do understand that Governor Holcomb's Executive Order 2115 gives local school boards the responsibility for implementing whatever measures and restrictions deemed necessary and prudent to address the impact and spread of COVID-19. And we feel like we have a good, common-sense, reasonable plan here to get our students back in school safely again this year. And, Tom, I think it's important to point out the schools in this area all went to school last year as well, and I think we did a really good job of that. Uh, and we did so safely, and we're looking forward to this year hopefully being a little bit more uh, normal than we were even to be able to be last year. In a previous conversation with the Ripley County Health Officer, uh, Dr. David Welsh, uh, he had said pretty much the same thing, that uh, all four uh, county schools did a, a terrific job in uh, the fact that they were able to keep your doors open uh, last year and uh, continue with uh, not only uh, the, the instructional time, but also the extracurriculars and things of that nature. So uh, yeah, it seems like uh, you know, things, uh, things had worked out uh, really well last year for everybody, Rob. Well, Tom, in this area, we tend to work together very well. You know, we, we are certainly all the schools are very competitive with one another, but we understand when it's time to cooperate with each other and help each other out as well. And I think we did a good job of that last year. Dr. Welsh was a big help to us last year. He wanted us uh, to have as many activities going as we possibly could. He wanted our doors to be open, and, and I think working together with him uh, and using him as a resource, and then the job that our school nurses did was just outstanding last year, working together, uh, making sure they were knowledgeable of, of all the things that we needed to be doing, 
And uh, I, I think we consider last year a tremendous success, uh, and we want to replicate that success moving into the 21-22 school year. All right. So, again, uh, a brief recap. Uh, masks will be optional for students and staff. Um, positive cases will uh, result in uh, some contact tracing. Also, uh, field trips uh, will uh, get back to normal based on color codes, and uh, vaccinations will not be required, but they will be encouraged. Hey, I think you nailed it. That's concise, Tom. I, I need to take some notes from you on that concise, uh, that concise uh, ability there. Well, hey, Rob, if, 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 the, uh, if the education thing doesn't work out for you, maybe uh, per, perchance a, a radio career or something like that. <laughs> I hear you, my friend. I'm a man without a country right now when it comes to that broadcasting, Tom, but that's a, that's a story for another day. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we can, uh, we can talk about that offline sometime. And, uh, so uh, anything else, uh, Rob, before uh, we cut you loose this morning? Tom, just real quick, let people know that the school is right around the corner. So uh, our teachers will be starting back to work on Monday, August 2nd, and Tuesday, August 3rd for our teacher days. And then Wednesday, August 4th is our first student day of the year. So uh, that's just a little over two weeks away. We're excited about that, looking forward to it. I want to remind our community, both our schools will be holding back-to-school kickoff events or meet-your-teacher nights, if you will. The elementary event will be Monday, August 2nd from 5 to 7 p.m. at the elementary school. That's in person again this year. Uh, we had to go virtual with that last year, so we're glad to be able to bring our community back into our buildings this year. Then the high school junior high event will be on Tuesday, August 3rd from 5 to 7 p.m. So we invite parents to come out with their children, uh, take a look around school, say hello to your teachers, find where the locker is going to be, find where the classroom is going to be, and just kind of make yourselves comfortable in our buildings. We're going to have some community organizations uh, that are going to be there setting up with displays uh, as well on these back-to-school events. So we try to make it an upbeat, positive, fun event as we're excited to kick the school year off. And, Tom, that's going to be happening very, very soon. So we're looking forward to getting things started back at South Ripley. All right. Yeah, it is, it is later than you think, as they say. So, But, uh, but uh, Rob Moorhead, uh, appreciate you joining us this morning on the Daily Pod. Tom, thank you very much. Really appreciate the invitation and look forward to doing it again in the future. All right. So once again, our thanks to Rob Moorhead, superintendent of South Ripley Community School Corporation, for joining us this morning on the Daily Pod. I'm Tom Snape.